Welcome to the Gentleman Geek Podcast with your hosts Peter, Andy, and Mike. Find all of our content at gentlemangeek.com. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome into the Gentleman Geek Podcast. I am your host, Peter, and with me as always, Andy and Mike. How are you fellas doing today? What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up in dilly dilly do? Just to let you guys know, we are a bi-weekly podcast talking about everything geekdom. Check us out at GentlemanGeek.com, and you can also check out the show on YouTube. Just search Gentleman Geek Podcast. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and subscribe. Let's get into it. Geekly Rewind. Geekly Rewind. All right. So with the Geekly Rewind this week, we have a single topic, uh, but it might be pretty meaningful to some who've been waiting a while since 2018 to be specific. Uh, Activision came out uh, and gave us some updates on Diablo 4 and Overwatch Deuce. Um, the report was during an earnings call, Activision Blizzard said it does not expect Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4 to launch in 2021. Do we have any Diablo fans here? Yeah. Mike, have you ever played Diablo? No, nope. I haven't. I, no, I haven't. All right, have you played Torchlight? Nope. Okay. It's a dungeon crawler, basically. It's all. It's like a uh, top view, top down dungeon crawler. Uh, the biggest thing about oh. Diablo, why it became so big, was the um, you'd play in the same levels, but they'd be randomized. That was the big kicker about it. So it gave a ton of replayability. So it's kind of neat. Roguelike. Yes, very much so. I believe so, I watched uh, you. You play it, Pete. Number yeah, two, Diablo two. Back on the PC, I remember uh, watching you play some of that. Yeah, I used Diablo to play that thing 2. constantly. First first Diablo on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yep, that's also true. I'm not opposed to it. It just never crossed paths oh, with it, you know? It's, Absolutely. It, it's, it's actually a fun game. Yeah. Nice. Uh, if you like the, the loot, the, uh, what is it? I guess it's not shoot and loot. Murder and loot system, then uh, it's definitely a game for you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pray to uh, RN Jesus to make sure you get your uh, your good rolls hack, and whatnot. So hack and, hack and slash, hack and slash. There you go, hack and slash. Well, I like um, my hack and slash. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, Not it's as good fun. as Dark Siders though, or Dark. Was it? What's the game you like? Dark Siders. No. no. Me? I don't remember. Yeah. What's that game? Dante's Inferno. That's my. Oh, Dante's, Dante's Inferno. Inferno. Yeah, yeah, Dante's Inferno. That's my hack and slash. And God of War, you know, little yeah. heavenly sword. Yep. So it's different than oh, that because it's like a bird's eye view type thing. It's like the old Grand Theft Auto <laughs> bird's eye view type thing. So, right, but right. well, not even really. It's like old top top view. Yeah. Um, yeah, bird's eye. Man. Bird's eye. Yeah, along with that, uh, they did confirm that. Diablo Immortal for the mobile platforms will be coming out uh, in 2021, later this year. So, for what that's worth, I'm looking forward to it because I love, I I don't love Diablo, but I like, I enjoy Diablo games. So, all right. So, with that, we'll move on to the news and notes. 
news and notes from Everything Geek. Yeah! All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed All right. It. So, the first topic of this week's episode is a huge one. It's really big. Uh, well overdue, I, I think, and we'll get into it, but... MLB The Show 21 officially arrives on Xbox One, Xbox Series X this April. Ba-boom. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. So I'll get a little bit to the article, and then we'll go ahead and discuss. Uh, baseball fans rejoice. Sony has today revealed that MLB The Show series will finally make its debut on Xbox consoles after 15 long years on April 20th. Goes on to say, it's the news we expected after the covers from the game leaked this past weekend. Sony has revealed that Xbox version of the game will support cross-platform play with PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 as well. So that's like double good news. Um, wow, we, it we is. Covered, we covered previously on the show, Mike, um, prior to your arrival of cross-platform and the pressure that we believe that was going to be put onto Sony because of Xbox coming out with it so heavily. And I think this is showing now. I think we're finally seeing it. Um, we might get into that into a later show, but guys, how do you feel about uh, MLB The Show uh, coming over to Xbox? I think that's pretty huge. Mm -hmm. Huge. I, mean, I feel great about it. I feel good. I'm feeling real it's, good. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's been a long time since we've had a decent baseball game on Xbox. That's I very true. And I believe the last one. Okay, Mike, good. Oh no, I'm just saying I like the show, the game, you know. I probably bought it the first three years, like I had to get it, and it always came out around my birthday, so I was like, all right, here's the game I'm getting. But I just fell off. Maybe it's because I'm I lean more towards my Xbox as far as playing. I mean I still have my PS4 and whatnot, but now I've had a little break and I'm ready to get into the show. Like I'm just going to get into it real quick. Some of my favorite things in the show is you can how you can change up every aspect of the audio. Like when you get a strikeout, you can pick, well, at least on the PlayStation, you could pick a song that you ripped on your hard drive. Mm -hmm. It could be anything. It'd be Humpty Dumpty or it can be Enter Sandman. <laughs> like your home run song, your walk into the plate song, your strikeout song. Mm -hmm. And what I also liked in the career mode. So I played second base, whatever, or outfield. You could skip playing defense and just bat. <laughs> oh, wow. You could play through seasons and you only would bat. Oh, that's cool. Or you can change it if you want to play defense. You could change it to play in the plays that you're a part of. So like only when ground balls or fly balls come to you they actually have you play it. So maybe you'll do like 10 scenarios a game rather than playing a whole oh. hour and a half game if you're playing pitch by pitch, you know? Oh, that's tight. I like that. But that's then after a while, I'm like, I just want to bat. I just want to bat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like that's the better I bat, the better my, uh, like my defense simulations would get. Huh? Like rounded up, rounded out my stats. So I'm just saying I'm interested in that, and um, I believe I heard Andy say he's gonna get it. So that 
that will be fun to play online again because for a while we were all playing baseball games online too. Yeah, so I, I would I would pick it up. Yeah, man, you're, you're going down, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember playing Madden. I think the last Madden I played was a sports game. I mean, we'll get into that one in a, in a few minutes. But yeah, baseball. 17. Yeah. So with MLB, though, the last MLB that came out, or a licensed MLB game, was uh, Major League Baseball 2K13. So we're talking about seven, eight years ago on the Xbox. And, uh, and they weren't that great. No, they kind of blew up the franchise on themselves. They had a lot of money back in them, but they just kind of ran it ragged, wasn't innovative. They reskinned a lot of them. Kind of what happens with these types of games that are, are released annually, which we'll get into next. Um, but did anybody have anything else they wanted to uh, put on here with MLB? Yeah. Uh, how about how about the fact that Dustin Pedroia just announced his retirement? Did you guys see that? Yeah, I did see that. I did. I don't think they were going to take him back. That's why he retired, right? No, he, he just had major knee surgery. Oh, okay. Well, that's... 15-year career. That's a long Hell. career. Same team, too. But I mean, yeah. good, good, good for him, you know, but yeah. still sad to see him retire. Definitely is. Yeah. But, you know, at least he wasn't Brady and left. Anywho, um... I, I don't yeah. blame Brady. I don't blame Brady at all. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. But uh, getting back to the uh, to the MLB thing, I'm, there, I'm a better New Englander. It's fine. There was an article that uh, I had read. Unfortunately, I cannot relocate it. But there was some mention of, and I didn't agree with the person who wrote it. There was mention of um, some forum speak and things like that. That you know, they're they're kind of shocked that MLB the show uh, didn't. Uh, attempt to come over to xbox sooner because they figured that they could probably get a bigger market share being the only baseball game out there and uh, playstation holding on to exclusivity for so long uh may have uh, tainted a lot of people on baseball games um because i i'm sure there's people out there that bought the playstation specifically to have the sports game probably not that many baseball unfortunately i don't believe is as popular as it once was um you know, you hear about e-games outperforming baseball games and stuff like that. You know, football is certainly more popular. Soccer worldwide is certainly more popular. So, I, to me, I think that the show should have attempted to do this a lot sooner. But who knows? I don't. I'm not in the money room. I don't know. So, anyway, that's that's my two cents on it. Uh, we'll we'll move on to the next uh, next topic here, and it runs alongside this one. It kind of. Oh, what's up? Good. Well, before we do that, sorry to interrupt, but I think you forgot to read a little a little uh, question we got right in the in the notes here. Oh. Uh, I just wanted to share something with everybody. Oh, uh, why is yes. Mike excited for baseball? Why is uh, Mike excited for I, baseball? I don't know why. Because the other day I drove through Kelly Square, which is rerouted and a lot easier to get through, and I was actually really close. To the new stadium, yes. And I was like, you know what? My kids are getting that age that I want to take them to a baseball game. And hopefully, if I can't do it at – I'm still calling it Pawtucket. (laughs) If I can't do it with the Woo Sox, you know, there's still the tornadoes right over there. But I don't know what it was. Just like I drive by it on the highway and I can see the lights and stuff. But where Mm -hmm. I actually like saw like, wow, there is legit a stadium like – 
right here, smack in yep. the middle. Yep. It's getting me excited. And I was just thinking, like, hopefully, you know, once the pandemic's over, that's going to, you know, it's going to be great for everyone. Like, oh, yeah. even if we just get together on a weekend and go just as the boys or we bring our kids, like, that's why I'm getting excited for baseball. Because yeah. I used to go to a lot of Pawtucket and Red Sox games yep. at Fenway. Like, yep. we, we went I just, to a, lot of, a lot of Paw Sox games when I was in, in high school and even after high school. I mean, right. Point, yeah. What forty five forty five minute drive to McCoy? Yep. Um, yeah. Now I can walk there if I wanted for real. But <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, baseball, like the minor leagues, were a big big part of our our lives growing up. I mean, you had like a a relative who played for one of the teams. We used to get him freeze pops and stuff. Yeah. So it was it was legit. Yeah. It was a part of life, and it was a magical time. I don't know why, but it feels like baseball's tainted now. It, don't get me wrong. I, I don't watch it now, but nah, it's not. It's we're past that now. We're way past that. It's just for some reason it doesn't feel like there's anybody. You know, like look at Dustin Petroya. That's loyal as hell. But it seems like all major league sports now to me, they're somewhat tainted because it just seems like a big old trading game. Like how much money do you have to spend, and you'll be on the tops no matter what. You know, well, but yeah. that's for like a whole other topic. That's like crazy town. I'm just saying. But the magic of a baseball field cannot be understated. Right. Right, and yeah. then and then like my kids are in the age where it's gonna be like that to them. Like they're mm-hmm. gonna think it's so cool. We got freeze pops and sunflower seeds. Yep, sitting you know, outside just, on a warm summer night. Hell yeah, exactly. And then the mascot yeah. comes around, and the kids get all like. Same with uh, I know we're we're kind of running out here, but That's same fine. with um the ice cats. Like yep, ice cats yep. were awesome back in the day. And I'm not a huge hockey fan, but live events the music the the, the atmosphere you know singing singing the seventh inning stretch all that like yeah. i can't wait and i'm ready for it myself personally because taking a break obviously i haven't been to a red sox game probably eight years it's been longer than that for me it's been yep. probably oh 17 for me <laughs> yeah yeah see and the minor I, I won leagues, the, the minor league games are so much better. It's just the, the atmosphere seems so much more natural. There's something. Oh, there's, there's a certain magic to I, it. I honestly, I enjoy going to ball games at Fenway Park. To be honest. Oh, I'm not and saying it's not I enjoyable. It's, I but think I, I think it's it's amazing that we 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 have the oldest ballpark in the nation. Mm. That's. Yep. Is is Wrigley older? Nope. I'm gonna look that up. Go ahead. Look it up. It's close, but you're on the right path, Pete. If 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 there, I I don't know. I'm not saying I know, but if there is an Pretty older sure. park, so, it's gotta be Wrigley. Amway's the the oldest park in the nation. Hold on. So. Yeah, 1912 was Fenway, and 1914 was Wrigley, so it's one and two. There we go. Boom. And Dodger Stadium was 1962. Where did everyone else play? (laughs) (laughs) All smashed up stadiums now. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. That's true. All right, cool. All right. I remember a little bit of of history there. Just throwing it out there. See, I brought my daughter to McCoy 
uh yep. not last year i think it was the year before and let me tell you that place it's it's run down the area does mm-hmm. not make you feel safe whatsoever <laughs> yeah i know but oh, once, no. once you got inside the stadium the magic happens you forget about where you are it's like this pure magicalness yeah. that baseball has I hate, to, I hate to break it to you but that area was shady to 25 years ago when i was going oh, yeah. to fresh out of high school oh yeah as a kid, you don't oh, really yeah. think about it, though. You know, as an yeah. adult, you think differently. But oh, yeah. as a kid, you don't think it's about, like, whatever. So, all right. So, I Mike, remember I, the last time I went there, they they remodeled pretty good. Oh, it wasn't, like, it, dirty it's or probably anything not. Like that. No, the, the, I think the, the neighborhood is more... Right. Um, what, oh, yeah, what yeah, yeah. Is, I'm just is, saying, from when, from when we went, as young kids, they they had remodeled since then, and I only went once after that. And I remember, like, you could sit in the outfield grass and everything. Yeah, no longer that. Chick got yeah. hit in the face with a ball. <laughs> during during you pay attention. practice, she was just... And that was before phones were huge, too. Like, yeah. Anyway, memories, baseball. Memories. See, there we go. Yeah. My one biggest memory from McCoy Stadium was when uh, I think you were there, Mike... It was a couple of us guys, and I think I don't want to say their names or anything, but uh, basically, I called like a fifth inning turnaround. It was like six to one in the in the favor of the the traveling team, and they came back in the fifth inning, and I won like five bucks. It was cool. Feel good. I don't know. Rich, rich, bought a hot dog. Slud had five extra dollars for the cost of it. Uh, anyway, and you could probably got two or three. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's true. All right, so we'll get on to the next segment here. Uh, Mike, why don't you hit us with some of that good stuff, bro? All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so some good stuff. I went to Core Gaming the other day. Jealous. It was kind of a impromptu visit. I didn't have any like thing on in my mind that I wanted to get. It just was like we were there. Let's go. But I did end up picking up WWE All-Stars for the PS2. Now, I had it on the 360 when it came out. And that game is like a cartoony, comic-y take on wrestling. And I figured that'd be real good for the stream. Um, I don't have a 360 because I just have my Xbox One. So I And I'm, I'm strictly like, my stream is retro. So... To me, if I had a 360, I'd stream it on there, but I don't. So PS2 it is. And I all right. And I also got Stuntman Ignition. I just also think that game was always fun to me, but I always raged out. Because with Stuntman, it's like a driving game that you have to, you know, perform stunts in a movie, and so everything's timed, and you gotta make sure, you know, you jump over this at the right time and or you get hit by a train. So I think it's going to be fun to see me either rage and get mad <laughs> or I'm going to there's there's like a stunt track mode. That's what's really cool. Like, you know, if you're at an arena show, like through the ring of fire, through the ring of ice, over the dog do stick. <laughs> so I'll be building some tracks. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, my last stream I did on Tuesday, I did the compare and contrast from GoldenEye. 007 hmm. on the N64 and on the Wii. And I was 
super surprised at the Wii version. It was super fun. Nice. I'm glad I picked it up because I was reading some reviews and you gotta you gotta be your, your own critic. You know, some of the reviews are like it's crap, it's this, it's that. Hell no. Like when I finally realized after the tutorial, like so if you watch in both games, I go to a sniper tower, find a sniper, and start sniping. Mm-hmm. And I one you could see once I realized that it's the same tower, it is the same, because I had the bad taste in the back of my head from the reviews I read. I was like, nah, like. This is awesome. You're doing the same missions, but it's upgraded. And Pete, I owe you an apology and possibly a beer if I'm if I'm in that correction beer. <laughs> they did replace Pierce Brosnan with Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Yes. Oh, but that's okay. You know what? We'll flip it because I didn't call him Daniel Craig in the episode. I called him. Right. What they call Craig, Craig, Craig Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that, that nullifies gonna, beers. There you go. Yep, that's a wash. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, they did. And like I said, super fun. I'm going to continue playing it because I just want to get through it now. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Other than that, let's keep on rolling here. So, Super 7. I don't know if you guys have heard of Super 7. They make action figures. They make pretty darn nice action figures like maybe better than NECA on that level. Okay. They just announced that they now have the Power Rangers line. So my bank account is very upset. (laughs) I can't keep up. But these Power Ranger figures from Super 7, because NECA doesn't have Power Rangers. The Power Ranger ones we have right now are either Hasbro. I I think they're Hasbro now Mm. because they just left Bandai after... 25 years wow uh, yeah so that's why the lightning collection came out on hasbro which they're super nice and i that those are the ones i have been buying because uh, you want to get what's new but oh my god super seven is gonna blow the doors off if you ever feel like it just look up super seven um they have ninja turtles they have nice. a bunch of disney nice. they recently have some wrestlers I got two pre-ordered, the Good Brothers. They look incredible. They're a bit pricey, but they look incredible. So Super 7 Power Rangers, as soon as I get some info and data, I'll be tweeting them, sharing Very with nice. you guys, and crying about the, the, pay, the, the bill. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Andy? Have you guys looked into first four figures yet? Have you I did. I, I did when you, when you said something about it, yeah. But their stuff's pretty tight too. I actually, uh, I'm waiting on. Uh, I pre-ordered the Majora's Mask. Should be shipping out soon. Nice. That's awesome. Can't wait to see that. The thing with Super Seven, though, here's another thing which I probably didn't mention, and I'm probably butchering it, but their model to buy them is only a certain window to pre-order. Oh. Once that window is closed. They see, okay, we sold 3,000. We're making 3,000. And we're sending them to the people who pre-ordered them. Other than that, yep. And if you don't get them, then you're going to have to eBay them or Amazon them or whatever. I think that's how how First Ford does it too. It's a great way to start a collection though. Make them limited. Yep. But they're... 
they're beyond great. They're beyond great. Like I saw the turtles and I'm like, I can't like I'm in the NECA's. I can't, I can't super seven. I think uh good brother, Eric, Eric Joseph. I think he's in down with the super seven, uh, Ninja turtles. Nice. I just can't, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, All right. Man. So speaking, speaking of more figures, Okay, so AEW, All Elite Wrestling, I probably mentioned them before. They are the, the new up-and-coming. They've done one complete year on TNT so far. Um, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, huge wrestling fan, he bought and made up this company. So starting August 3rd of last year, they were exclusive figures to Walmart. And I think I said this on last episode. I've seen them on the shelves twice. And hmm. you guys know I'm if I'm going for toilet paper, yeah, I'm going to the toy section first. Like, <laughs> that's just how I do it. <laughs> twice I've only seen the figures. Um, but now with the new year, um, the exclusivity is up and they were have been available in Target. So... Big John found all of series two, and I believe he bought all of series two <laughs> because it's like FOMO, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But Amy, Milady, she found some, and she brought me home a MJF figure, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, mm-hmm. who's one of their top bad guys. So, and it was like at the Target near my house, so like that is awesome. So AEW, there you're gonna start seeing th- those figures pop up. A lot more, maybe some familiar faces that you might know, like Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of newer figures, uh, newer people you might not know. But AEW is tight, and it's awesome to see like wrestling figures are becoming a a big deal again. Nice, Just like you know, when I was a kid. And then I'll wrap it up on toys. Check this out: Nintendo toys are at Burger King. And it's like Burger King is talking to me because I'm a huge fan of using <laughs> the apps. And on the app, one of the the deals is free kids meal with a purchase over a dollar. What? So you could buy a, a rodeo cheeseburger, pay you know a dollar thirty nine, and get a free kids meal, and boom, get your get your Nintendo toy. Whoa! That's so let's awesome. just say. I may or may not have acquired three Luigi's right now. <laughs> so I think it happens. I was, someone dropped me the hint of, you know, why don't you just ask what toy they have before you buy something? <laughs> but strategy. I'm going to just see, like, it'd be smart if Burger King or McDonald's, you know, they got to have a website. What if they're just like, yo, buy the toys right here? Like, uh, McDonald's, I think, has started doing that. That's cool. Really? That's- yeah, I believe you can buy them now in bulk. I believe so. Because my 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 wife was looking into that when the Toy Story ones came out, and you had to like get the van to like build the whole van, the camper from the last Toy Story movie. Oh yeah. So yep. either she was like, she it may have been eBay, maybe it wasn't McDonald's. It's probably eBay. I can't remember now, but yeah, I mean you can eBay. Yeah, of course. But, but um, it'd be cool if they just did that. Yeah, I, I know you could just go up to the counter at McDonald's and say one toy, please, and they'll charge you. Oh, you that's cool. a toy. 
then why not? It's like you might as well just get some nuggets. (laughs) I might as well get some nugs. That's right, dude. But I yeah, you totally should get nuggets, yeah. Chicken McNuckles. Ow. Got an eyelash in my eye. Alright. So that's what's up. Alright, cool shit. What's up? Good stuff, good stuff. All right. So I want to squeeze this one in because you did add this article in here and it did pique my interest. Kutaku article on uh, baseball almost had its own NBA jam and now you can try it. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I'll read the article real quick. We didn't really go over this in pregame. I just kind of saw it and it looks... The guy's being pegged in the head by a baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Take your base. (laughs) Uh, okay, I'm not even going to read the article. I'm just going to look at this one image and tell you why it wasn't created because the entire game would be pegging people in the head. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that's, that's what we did as kids. Yes. I'm not gonna, we'll, we'll end it there. But I mean, that, that's just hilarious because that's all anybody would do. There would, wouldn't be anything besides pegging people at the baseball with the pitcher. So, Where we'll, can you try it though? That's what I want to. I didn't even see that part. Okay, so uh, let me see here. Midway's NBA Jam and NFL Blitz are two of the greatest sports game franchises thanks to how they both provide fun, over-the-top experiences that require little knowledge of the pastime in question. The company would eventually set its sights on hockey, boxing, and even wrestling. But it never quite got around to releasing a baseball game in the same vein. Or did it? Uh, Thanks to the Video Game History Foundation, we now have a first-hand look at and ROM downloads for Power Up Baseball, which was uh, in development by Midway and Incredible Technologies in the mid-1990s. After discovering a prototype for the game among the belongings of late developer Chris Oberth, uh, whose work uh, whose work the organization is helping his family preserve, VGHF co-director Frank Chiflati, Chifaldi rather, spoke to several former Midway and Incredible Technologies employees about what happened to Power Up Baseball. And here is a quote. Again, this is a Kotaku article that I am reading. Uh, Power of Baseball was supposed to be over the top and extreme and all those good things from the 90s, art director Alan Noon told Chifaldi. So, the initial art style that I went with was what was pretty trendy at the time with like shattered fonts, lots of paint splashes and things like that. That kind of look and feel ran pretty much throughout the game. So the article kind of goes on how it kind of compared to that. And then uh, Power Up Baseball was tested locally in Chicago with several cabinets being built and sent to various arcades, but there just wasn't a market for it. The passion for the project was there, but the developers had overlooked one important factor, how well it would make money for operators. Sadly, Power Up Baseball was canceled and only now is it finally seen the light of day thanks to the diligent work of video game historians. Be sure to check out the Video Game History Foundation's full write-up on Power Up Baseball for more details. So basically, there's a ROM out there. Um, ROM downloads for Power Up Baseball and even helped add support for the game to a forthcoming version of arcade emulator MAME. What a helpful bunch. So the Video Game uh, Historian Foundation is preserving it, and it looks like they're going to be releasing it on a free ROM. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really neat. Make it base. Uh, <laughs> they didn't say anything about it being a bad game just that it wasn't going to make arcades money enough money so they kind of canceled it that stinks it could have been a cult cult classic it could have been that stinks but oh well that's the way things go i guess i'm gonna leave that image up on the screen of just a guy getting pegged in the head 
Um, <laughs> so we'll move on to our last topic, and uh, that's going to be annual games. Are they good or bad? So this kind of this topic kind of popped into my head when uh, Mike had put up on the uh, the episode breakdown list the um, MLB the Show on Xbox, and it kind of was just like, huh, you know, there's been year after year there is these games that continuously come out, and do games benefit or is it a detriment to the to the collection overall? And the majority of these are going to be sports games, you know, wrestling, hockey, soccer, baseball, football, baseball, the whole plethora of them. You know, whatever comes out, NASCAR used to come out yearly. I'm not even sure if there's a NASCAR game anymore. Um, first person shooters, you know, there's yearly releases with that. And on top, so the thing that I think is, and sports games have this too, to an extent, but the thing with first person shooters is, they're coming out yearly, but they're also coming out with DLCs within the year. And then some DLCs come after the new games come out. Are they killing themselves? You know, how many Call of Duties have we played where we're still playing it, still enjoying it, and then the next one comes out and you feel obligated to buy it, even though you don't know if it's going to be a good game or not. You don't know if it's going to be better than the last one. But it's almost as if that, that first-person shooter you're playing right now is going to be abandoned for the dumper. And everyone's going to go on to the new one. They do get abandoned. Every one. Pretty much. I mean, except for ones that have like cult following like Halo, right? But it's pretty much Dumpsville. So I I just kind of... Even Halo to an extent isn't like it used to be. I mean, when's when's the last time the the three of us picked up Halo and played it together? You know, it's... When the Master Chief Collection launched, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the last time we played. I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I actually, I really enjoyed playing Halo. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what is your guys' takes on it? Do you do you find it it, it kind of um, hurts the industry or hurts the 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 genres, whether it's sports or first person shooters or anything else you guys can think of? Any other genres that you guys can think of? What do you what do you think? I don't think it hurts because mm-hmm. currently WWE is going through that. They had some issues with their last 2K game, and they're like pumping the brakes. Mm-hmm. And they sprinkled sprinkled in a little, uh, almost like the All-Star games I was just talking about. Um, Battleground, it's called. It's cartoony. I don't really like it, but what it's doing is making me want that simulation style back. So... They're taking a break from that style, but hopefully when it comes back, it's going to be better. So I'm going to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Depends on the game, too. Yeah. I mean, I think I think in the day and age of um, the um, easy access of DLC, I Mm -hmm. think they probably could could pump the brakes and maybe go to like an every other year um, kind of release. That was yeah. my thoughts when I was it, thinking it this. Probably, I think it wouldn't really hurt the studios too much. I mean, right. I think if they were to do the every other year, I think we'd be really in awe each time a new one released with like updated graphics or an updated play system or um, different arsenals, different ideas. It just seems like they keep copying and pasting just to meet the deadlines. Like as soon as they're done with, you know, Call of Duty One. Before they even finish it, they're already making Call of Duty 2. So it's like, it's just this overlap of like, we're just 
building off the same system, game but we're not game, really enhancing game anything. after game after game. Right. I think. Right. Um, I mean, even if they they went to like in every third year, yeah. I, I really, I think overall, they. I mean, you can't tell me that they don't make money off of the DLCs. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sure they do, and that's why I think two years is the sweet spot. I think one year of a brand new fresh game and DLC sprinkled out between the first and second year, I think that 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 would be like the perfect sweet spot. That gives the uh, the next generation a chance to, or the next development cycle to have a full length, maybe less crunch to hit the yearly deadline type thing. Yeah. I think that well, would I be think, solid. I think back in the day before, you know, we had internet connectivity to, you know, for DLC, it made sense to have a game every year because that sure. was their, their push. Oh, this the, the latest and greatest, newest, improved version of the game. But right. now, um, I mean, shit, what was the last Call of Duty update like? How how, how big was it? 97 gigs, I think. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah. I was like, it's bigger it. than some games. Yeah. Exactly. It's a game in its own with the right. update, you know? So when when we have the availability of, of DLC and updates like that, why is there a need to have a game every year? Right. They're, they're improving the current game that much. Right. Yeah, but okay, I'm, de- I'm going to defend Call of Duty a little bit. Hmm? Yep. They, they were giving us another new map. Uh, oh, not yeah. new map. Another remake map for Black Ops Two, uh, Express. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I get so, it. Like, I guess it's difference of opinion or whatever. Like, oh, no, I, I want to call it game every year. I mm-hmm. get salty, like I don't want to pay for it. Like I told my coworkers, like, yeah, I'll get it if Nuketown's in this one, and they were like, oh, guess what? <laughs> and then when I get it, I'm happy, you know, but the, right. I there are some games as we were talking about. I haven't played a Madden game in maybe two years, and I'm ready. You know, I got the EA Pass or whatever with Game Pass. Yep. Like it just like first person shooters. I believe I'd say for us, we like them, so mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think we mind. But like, there's games that I like to play, but I don't like to play like sports, like like we were saying, you know. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I 100% agree with that, too. Yeah. When was the last time Halo game came out? Like, honestly, I know that's crappy of me to say, but, like, I feel right. like they have always spread their games out a little bit. They're not an annual game. Right. That's very true. That's absolutely true. So, I think the last Halo game was Master Chief Collection, right? Was it Reach? I'm looking at it now. But probably Master Chief Collection. But, like... There was a time like ODST came out, so it seemed like every year, but that was a little bit different. Yep. You know? ODST was really good. I like that game. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll look at that later. But that's but yeah. what I'm it wasn't an annual game. It's really not an annual game. So there's for for me, it personally makes like a demand for it. You know, like I want to play the next Halo, but then mm-hmm. I don't know. No, yeah, no, I agree. There should be some, that's what I'm, that's what I was kind of trying to poke at. Like, would extending the time between releases make it more, uh, like you wanted it more? Desirable. 
Desirable. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Exactly. I think so. I think so. Um, like Andy was saying back in the day, storage space was yeah, it was hard. You, there's no way you right. could have a 90 gig download on slower internet speeds back in the day and low storage space. So anyway, so I think that was, I think that was a good topic to kind of hit on, especially with um, taking on the uh, the baseball uh, MLB the show earlier. It's kind of hit me in the noggin. Uh, did anybody else have anything else they wanted to add? No. Good man. All right, man. So good with episode. that, good episode. I'm gonna hit the button. And uh, check out all of our content, guys. GentlemanGeek.com. Find all of our socials there. Socials are on the screen right now on YouTube. Find us there as well. Gentleman Geek Podcast. Peace. This has been a Gentleman Geek production. Follow us on Twitter at Gentleman underscore Geek. Or visit our WordPress website at www.GentlemanGeekPodcast.wordpress.com. Thank you for listening.